Hello, my name is Ed Frawley, and today we're going to talk about my philosophy on how to train dogs. I've bred and trained dogs for over 45 years. The work I've done with my dogs started as a hobby, but has evolved over the past 30 years into my lifestyle. I wrote an article on my philosophy about dog training and put it on my website with the thought that it would help new dog owners develop an approach to how they train their dogs. I lump dog trainers into three basic categories. These categories can be placed on a sliding scale and people can move from one into another, but let me explain. The first category, and I'll say it's on the left, is the group of people who beg or bribe their dogs to do something by offering a food or a toy reward. Now, don't get me wrong. I use food and toys in my training, but I also use distractions and corrections. The people in this first category use neither. All of the large pet food warehouses sponsor this category of ineffective dog training. The problem with this group is the dogs often choose not to do what's asked because they don't think the reward is worth the task. These dogs end up being pushy, dominant, and often antisocial animals. These are dogs that are turned into animal shelters as being unmanageable when, in fact, they act the way they do as a result of ineffective dog training. At the other end of the scale, and I'll say it's on the right side, is the second category of dog trainers. These are trainers who intimidate or force their dogs to do what they want. I call them the old school yank and crank trainers. They put a choke collar on their dog and force it to do everything they want it to do. Many professional dog trainers use these methods because to them, time is money. And with enough force, a dog can be trained to do almost anything. The problem with yank and crank trainers is the dogs seldom like their handlers and in fact are often afraid of their handlers. These are dogs that tuck their tails or lay on the ground when asked to do something. When these dogs are near their owners, they don't look happy because they never know when the hammer is going to fall. The problem with both categories of dog trainers is the training produces inconsistent results along with dogs that don't respect their owners. If you don't have a good bond with your dog, or if your dog doesn't respect you as a pack leader, you're never going to reach consistency in your dog training. The third category of trainer is where I like people to be. These are trainers that are in the middle of these two other groups. They balance in the middle, but they're always prepared to move one way or the other, depending on what's going on at that point in time with their dog training. The third group uses food and toys or praise to take a dog through a learning phase where the dog actually learns the meaning of a command. For example, lay down. But then they add distractions to the program. And an example is having a dog lay down when someone tosses a ball in front of the dog's feet. If the dog is disobedient under distraction or does not follow direction, this group of dog trainers will then correct their dog for being disobedient. When asked how to build a bond and gain respect and still maintain a leadership role with our dogs, the answer is that 
we must make sure the dog understands that we will always be fair with him. Dogs think in terms of black and white. They don't understand English, and for the most part, they don't reason. They just react. So, we teach the dog that we're only going to ask him to do something that he already knows how to do. When he does something correctly, we always let him know that he's doing the right thing. This is called Training with Markers, and I have a podcast on Training with Markers. We never correct our dogs for things that he has not been trained to do. This supports the black and white rule. We don't correct because we think he knows better. We only correct because we know through training and experience that he understands the command, but he's refusing to do it, so he gets a correction. The dog must learn that we are 100% consistent in how and when we administer corrections. Being consistent at all times is one of the most important parts of being an effective pack leader. For example, we can't ignore aggressive behavior towards guests in our house and then correct the dog for being aggressive while on walks. That's just confusing to the dog. It's a gray area. Corrections must be administered within one and a half seconds of an infraction, not an hour after he's peed on the floor. When I hear people say, he knows he did something wrong when I come home, I can see it in him. I just shake my head and and I feel sorry for their dog because they really don't. Dogs are intuitive, they recognize a good mood and a bad mood, but they're not smart enough to be able to put something they did an hour ago with your bad mood. One of the most important parts of training is for the handler to learn to administer corrections at a level that produces harmony in the family pack. This means that the handler must learn when simply saying no is enough of a correction to let the dog know that he's doing something wrong versus learning when to give a level 10, which is the highest level, correction with a prong collar if needed. Showing aggression to a child is an example of this. Dogs will learn to love you and not respect you. You cannot love your dog into respecting you. Love and respect are two unrelated emotions when referring to a relationship with your dog. When my dog shows disrespect, I increase the pressure I put on the dog. This means I work the dog harder and I control his free time until he shows me the respect that I demand. A pack leader controls the life of pack members. New dog trainers need to remember that a dog learns through repetition. It takes 30 repetitions for a dog to learn a new command. Trainers are often guilty of thinking their dog understands them, when in fact, they've not repeated an exercise often enough for the dog to completely understand the exercise. This results in problems because the owners start to unjustly correct for something the dog does not fully understand. This breaks the black and white rule. With this said, most dog trainers are too passive. This is either a result of their temperament or a result of being exposed to ineffective and poor dog training techniques, 
we see this frequently in training classes which only focus on positive training methods while ignoring distractions and corrections. An example of that is classes that only use clickers and head halters and no corrections. Now don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with clickers. I train with markers. Rather than using a clicker, I use my voice and I say yes. You can read my article or listen to the podcast about training with markers on my website. The difference in what I do and what these ineffective obedience classes do is that once the dog has learned an exercise with markers, I add distractions. I then correct the dog when the distraction becomes high enough to produce disobedience. This is the only way to get consistency in your dog training. On the other end of the scale, we find professional dog trainers who take customers' dogs in for training. The vast majority of these trainers use way too much force in training. I've already said that time is money to these people, and they can force a dog into submission a lot quicker than any type of marker training, and they've learned how to do it. 35 or 40 years ago, people trained dogs almost exclusively with force. Read the old William Kohler books. He was a master of yank and crank. In recent years, the pendulum has swung the other way. Now, it's clickers and head halters with no corrections. This is wrong. It's playing itself out in the dog world right now because we see an explosion of dominant and aggressive dog problems with family pets. Once again, the correct place is to be in the middle. The difference between a good dog trainer and a great dog trainer is a dog trainer that can balance motivation and corrections and have good timing with both. If you study pack behavior or even herd behavior, you will see that rank issues in the pack are often dealt with very passively, but disrespect is dealt with very quickly and aggressively. The same thing needs to happen with a relationship with a dog. Think about what I just said. In a pack or in a herd, rank issues in a pack are often dealt with very passively, but disrespect is dealt with quickly and aggressively. I tell people my dog should respect me, cooperate, and try and do what I ask. If it does that, then I can train it. This is not good behavior, it's expected behavior. That's a very important concept in dog training. Many people own dogs that are disrespectful and behave badly. When these owners start to train their dogs and the dogs start to mind, the owners mistakenly think the dog is respecting them. These owners are wrong. Respect comes over time and is a result of good leadership techniques. People too often act like they're begging their dog to mind them. Go to any beginning obedience training class and you will see this. The sad thing is, is that this attitude in dog training not only produces inconsistent behavior, it produces behavioral problems, which often lead to a dangerous dog. When new pet owners learn the concept of a learning phase, a distraction phase, a correction phase, and a maintenance phase, they're on the road to being a pack leader, and they have the tools needed to train their dogs. Getting out and actually working with your dog 
will give you the experience needed to learn what levels of praise and correction are required to get your dog to do what you want it to do. But remember, most dogs prefer being followers. Most dogs don't want to be a pack leader. When dog owners learn to control the lives of their dogs, they will become the pack leader that their dogs want them to be. If you would like to read more of the articles that I've written on my website, go to Learberg.com. You will find that a number of my articles are being podcast, and I hope they help you become a better dog trainer and a better pet owner.